Welcome to Voice Fiction. Meet authors of e-books, audiobooks, and audio drama. Be enlightened by post-production specialists, directors, voice actors, and learn more about the wonderful world of online audio. Kevin McLeod is the most utilized composer on the Internet. His works appearing in hundreds of thousands of videos. That's five zeros for all you who are counting. Hundreds of thousands of videos. He is notable for the Creative Commons music distribution method and is credited in over 1,000 films, including Hugo and Bellflower. He is also an incredible cocktail snob. So... <laughs> Now, now I know I, I know we're here, I know we're here to talk about music and it's near and dear to all of our hearts. But I want to know what is your favorite cocktail? Oh my God! Um, <laughs> you, you know you, you can't beat a Manhattan. Um, that's a fantastic drink. Um, you know they're like my children again. There's it's like depends on the day. Is it a hot day out? Yeah. Well, then I'm gonna go with something, something else. Something. Wait, so, so you name your children after cocktails? You got a, um, a Manhattan, a margarita, and a rusty nail? Uh, yeah, things of that sort. Okay. Okay. The subject at hand is music, near and dear to all of our hearts. How do you decide when to use music in a in an audio drama? We're talking about audio dramas. How do you decide when music will help? Oh, this is me. Um, I well, we talk to the director, and um, and just go through things and figure out what's um, you know what could in an audio drama. That's that's actually very specific. You know, when you when you're trying to uh, get across something that the the dialogue doesn't contain, um, that's when you'd have to go for for music. Like emotional content? Uh, yeah, it could that, be emotional content. It could be plot points. It could be, um, you know, somebody says something important that they, uh, you know, gloss over conversationally, but the audience needs to know about it. It's uh, It provides additional information to the audience on all sorts of things. On all the nonverbal levels. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like suspense and, sure. and uh, comedy and all that. Um yeah, I'm sorry, Bob. Go. This is Bobby. Hi, Kevin. Hey, How did you actually get started? I I grew up with a musician. Uh, I'll just put it that way. Who's who does a lot of stuff and. But everybody has their story of how they got started in music, as opposed to being a chef, as opposed to being anything else. How did you How did you start with this? Oh wow, that goes back before I remember things. That is seriously a long way back. Well, uh, were you always interested in music? Is that what I, you? I think so. And what was your instrument of choice? What did you start um, with? Back in the day, uh, we had a piano. Okay. And so I played and, piano. And back in the day, when you say where, where, where were you? Where are uh, you? Actually? I was growing up in rural Wisconsin. Oh, cool. Yeah, we had a piano, and then uh, I played clarinet for a while and switched uh-huh. to trumpet, and then ended up studying music in college, and then got a job as a computer programmer and didn't do anything with it for like 10 years. So Well, then, but you pushed your computer programming into music, which is what a lot of musicians do. It's what we, well, it's what we all do now. So and that must have co- coincided. Um, it was coincidental. Sure, I'll give you that. Then you started composing, I assume. And how did you, sure. like, how did you get your name out there? How did you start selling your music, even if it wasn't for money? Well, 
I posted uh, a few of the things that I did online, and then somebody contacted me about, hey, do you want to score my movie? And I said, sure. And then I bought a book on how to score movies and uh, figured out how to do it and mm-hmm. scored a movie. And during the, during the course of that, um, I had a lot of music that was rejected, but it was still good. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, why don't I just put this stuff online? You know, the movie people don't want it. I'll put it online. Anyone can sure. use it. And uh, people started using it. And then I started doing more music and people started using that. So that's the short answer. Okay. So that's uh, what essentially would be stock music then, that people can choose and and then choose royalty-free, right? Right. Um, The interesting part about a lot of my music is that it was actually written for a film. It was written for a scene, a scene that has pacing. It... You know, it's got its ups and downs. And a lot of times when you get um, stock music, which was made by a person who makes stock music, it's just this, you know, one thing that starts out and maintains the same uh, feeling all the way through. And I have a lot of things that change, um, which actually, it's surprising to me that they can work in other places, but people find ways to make them work, so... Yeah, well, it should surprise you. I, I suppose it should surprise you how people use your music. Uh, Kevin, this is Captain John, a Misfits Audio. Uh, yeah. I know for a fact that we use a lot of your uh, music, and we do appreciate it so much. I have a question, which is, uh, is there such a thing as bad music or bad use of music? Um, is there bad? There's inappropriate music. Because um, I've made some terrible music. <laughs> Which was exactly what it was supposed to be, you know. It's like this is. Well, like it's, what? It's, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure that out. I'm trying to figure out how to describe um, the wrong music for the wrong um, thing. Um, I've gotten, uh, for example, I've gotten some films from people, and they say, you know, here's here's a film. Uh, go ahead, score what you want. And I'm like, no, I can't do that because I can't tell if this movie is supposed to be a horror movie or a comedy. <laughs> First and, problem. <laughs> and, and if I score it one way, it's going to be very inappropriate. And so if you're supposed to be like a funeral march and you've got the uh, circus theme, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. definitely... Uh... That would be highly inappropriate. Mm. <laughs> well, it would still make something. It just wouldn't make what the director wanted to make, and it wouldn't have the impact on the audience that the director wanted it to have. But if you're in conversation with the director, how could a mistake like that happen? Well, that was the problem: is the director didn't want to didn't want to uh, throw input in on it. Gotcha, gotcha. Just give me something you think is terrific, right? And yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, okay. no, I can't do that because I don't know what you want. Yeah, I don't want to stifle your creativity, Kevin. That happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. you figure it out. I think. Well, Kevin, I'm, think. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, uh, Kevin. On behalf of websites. Not just mine, but other ones that uh, we are friends of. We do appreciate what you have on the sites. Well, thank uh, you. I mean, that's just uh, your music and your stuff that you have there that we're in dire need of. And it's right there. And as as you wrote, uh, as long as you are acknowledged, uh, you're more than happy to give it. And we do acknowledge you so often. Yeah, I appreciate it, and you uh, you do all of my marketing for me, so thank you. 
<laughs> What's Thank the one you like the most that you've done? Or the two or three, because if I say the one you like the most, then other people will get offended, but I don't care. So what's the, what's the one you say that, like, what have you composed that you really like? I'm really, really proud of this. Or is it everything you've done? Let's see. No, it's not everything. Uh, a, lot, <laughs> a lot of things, it's like, well, I have a deadline of 45 minutes. Let's oh, my goodness. But I can do. Um, those aren't necessarily great. They're hopefully appropriate. Um, I really like Five Armies. It's a piece um, and then there's the one that I did called go-kart built from the ground up that one took me a long time um, if you want to go all the way back Sovereign is quite a good piece it's just a little piano solo I did a long time ago nice I mean you've got like over a thousand credits on your yeah. IMDB so you must have you know several hopefully that you like over there so. <laughs> yeah yeah there's a few that I like um, I, I put stars on them on my website if you're uh, searching through they have little stars so those are the ones that I think are the better ones. Let's let Glenn in for one. Yeah, you guys are taking the floor here. What's up, man? Hey, Kevin. Uh, Glenn here. I want to thank you for being on Voice Fiction. We appreciate it. Uh, maybe you can write us a cool theme song, huh? Uh, nice. Sure. That's a great I'd idea. Be happy to get you a quote. I, I do have a question, really. Uh, we don't need music under our day-to-day -day dialogue. Why do we need it in audio drama? Well, no, wait a minute. A day-to-day -day dialogue. You're talking with somebody else. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, having a conversation. Hey, let's yeah. have lunch or we're having a carrot together or whatever we do. But uh, yeah. do we need yeah, if, they're not, if, if they're not understanding you, they can ask you what's going on. But if you've got uh, two people conversing that you're just listening to and you don't understand them, you can't ask them what's going on in an audio drama. That's not an interactive experience. That's right. 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 So they got to understand it the first time through. Exactly. Yeah. You gotta know where all the characters are coming from and and what their point of view is, even though they may not have said what it is. Plus, I would think before you stab somebody with a big knife, there's gotta be some kind of dramatic music, right? Well, or no music, <laughs> and you can bring up the music afterwards. You know, you don't need to foreshadow everything. Excellent. Now, I know that a lot of people, especially like I, I'm also a voiceover artist as well as an actress, and a lot, and there's been this whole, I want to say, thread on several uh, blogs and emails and things or whatever, all social media about copyright music because uh, people who have their demos and you have music underneath your demos or in the commercials, whatever, there yep. have been people now who are suing people because, hey, I didn't say you could use that, or whatever it is. And if you can explain it, for in layman's terms, and if you can't, I totally get it because no one understands it. How do you know if we can use it or not use it? Can you explain a little bit about that for our audience? About like, okay, I, I want to use Kevin's music. Can I use it? Or oh, he's, he's, all that kind of stuff. Um, can you use it? Sure, yes, you can. Are you... Um, okay, so th th there's two levels here. 
Uh, Number one, I don't sue anyone. Uh, People use my music uncredited all the time, and it's annoying, and you might get a snarky comment from me on Twitter. Um, But uh, I'm not represented by any um, RIA, well, not RIA, but um, like ASCAP or CSAC or any of those guys. So nobody's ever going to get sued for using my music. I would appreciate if you credit me. That'd be great. Um, And no, you can use my music in anything. I don't, yeah, uh, things that I am morally opposed to, you can use my music, and that's that's fine. Well, is there a reason why you're not registered with any of these? I mean, well, do you not want to? Are you doing this just for love, or are you doing this to try to get some, to also get paid? And you know, I mean, is there a reason? Yeah, I really dislike the current copyright model. So confusing that I don't know how many people can understand it. I, I suspect it is very, very few people understand it. And certainly with the number of people making, like creating things today, you know, if you go back 40 years, there weren't that many people creating new media. But now anyone with a phone can now create new media, and they do. Right. But the copyright laws are so bizarre and, (laughs) you know, just, you know, 10 years ago, you know, you created something, you have it at shown at your your local theater or whatever you didn't have to worry about international copyright law so now you upload something to youtube now you have to worry about copyright law in a hundred countries that's true so something that's good in here might not be good for spain as i think you put that on your website that's true spain's got some issues um (laughs) the u.s has issues everybody has issues there's there's not a single reasonable country out there I forgot what the question is. Uh, are you making me music from your composing, which is absolutely excellent, or are you making a living doing, uh, you know, I don't know, climbing a pole? I have no idea. Oh, no, <laughs> music. I'm a, I'm a composer. That's, that's my only job. Okay, so you absolutely do take copyright into concerns at some point because you obviously are selling your music, right? Selling? Uh, not really. Uh, so... But you had music that I mean, if you have a film and you need it scored, yes, you absolutely have to pay me in order to get your film scored. And then if you take my music and use it in a television commercial and you don't want to credit me because that would be weird, then you know you pay me a small license fee. And you will be sued as well, I hope. <laughs> no, I don't sue people. No, I've had. No, wait. My- I guess what I'm asking, I guess we're asking is. Yeah. How do you make your living if you are not selling your music in that format? Are you? Do you do something else besides music? No, that's all I do. I just do music. Wow. Okay. There's enough people who donate and license from me, so that's excellent. So, so do you happen to have a uh, a keyboard right next to you, sir? I don't. <laughs> so can you maybe uh, tell us what what kind of equipment do you use in your studio? Hardware, software, uh, etc. Uh, sure. I've got an iMac. Uh, I've got a 61 key um, MIDI controller. That's it well and a couple of speakers. That's about it for hardware. The uh, software I use Logic and a whole lot of other software that plugs into Logic. So really, really, really simple. Really simple. And it's, yeah. Yeah, I don't have any of those giant mixy boards with the sixty-four sliders on them, and I don't have oh, oh you're missing out reverb units and compressor units. I, I have got none of that. Cap, you had a question. Kevin, yes, I do. Um... Have you ever made a song and found out later by them contacting you that they had already made it? Um, not, not that I'm aware of. 
Okay, so uh, nobody nope. came after you and said you got to cease and desist or we're going to be nasty? No, no, never gotten anything like that. Because you replayed a uh, Beatles too or something? There's so many... Um, I mean, there's so there's just, I guess there's just so many rhythms in this world yeah. that the only thing different is the wordings to that rhythm. Yeah, yeah, it's all it's all in the execution. Um, you know, you could take any ten songs from the 1950s and play them against each other, and they're stealing something from somebody. I mean, you can't get away from it. There's there's only so many notes. Uh, that's a weird answer. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> that's no, okay. It makes so sense. What is your fascination with gorillas? Oh, gorillas? Um, yes. On your I, site, you say you love gorillas. What's your fascination like with gorillas? And, and I love bonobos. I think we should have more sentient species on this planet. So yeah. what is this thing you you, uh, you composed about gorillas? Um, did I compose it about gorillas? No, I think I, it, was a, uh, it was a wildlife um, wildlife foundation uh, gorilla thing that just happened to use my music and then sent me a link. And I'm like, that's fantastic. Why don't I, uh, why don't I put that on my website? Wow. Do you like gorillas? Hey, Kevin, while we're talking, I mean, you've been talking about Sovereign and Five Armies and Gorillas. Can we uh, use uh, 15, 20, 30 second clips of any of those tunes yeah. throughout this interview? Uh, sure, go for it. Oh, nice. Yes. Thank you. See, that just constituted legal approval for all of you, <laughs> for, for all of you paying attention. For those yeah. uh, legal people listening. Have you got any advice for younger aspiring musicians who look up to you and say, one of these days, I want to be like him? Yeah, actually, I just did a, um, a seminar at the, the local uh, college here in, in Green Bay and was talking to a whole bunch of people, and I fielded a lot of questions about that. And this, is, this is a great uh, point to uh, clarify one of those things, because somebody asked me at what point I was discovered, and that confused me greatly, because I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm di- I was discovered? I didn't, know, I didn't know this happened. So there's some... I think people out there think... That, you know, you go through, you, know, you get your education, you do the work, and eventually somebody will give you something. And that, I haven't ever seen that happen. You know, you just work a lot and really hard and you get to, you know, you get to take um, whatever you can take. But nobody's going to give you anything. Is this, is this making any sense? Um, it, it, that's very hard-nosed advice for an aspiring composer. Yeah, hey, you're going to have to take it. Nobody's going to give you anything. You've got to take it to get ahead. You do because it's it's not a simple thing to do. This is not an easy industry to to work in. Did you have to uh, learn the business, quote unquote, the business on your own? Yeah, I actually, actually I did, you and still- I wish that was uh, one of the things that they would have taught in college. Uh, more. It's Wait, not just it? music theory, but uh, you know the business side of things. How much do you charge for this stuff? How do you find these contacts? That kind of stuff. Where did you go to college, by the way? Uh, oh, I just went to college in uh, in Green Bay. Green Bay. Okay. Big, big big plugs for Green Bay today in this year. <laughs> did you study music? What was your What was your degree? Uh, music education was my field of study. 
Nice. Wow. So, You're, do you come from a musical family, or is, or is it just you? And did they like tell you to turn down the music every five seconds when you were at home? <laughs> um, I hear I come from a musical family, but um, nobody in in my family actually played music. I had a grandmother who was a professional pianist who died before I was born, and that's all I know. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, that's all right. It's, it was a good long while ago now. <laughs> also, you probably weren't responsible. <laughs> Is there uh, anything that uh, you'd like, uh, that you would have liked to have been asked, if only we'd thought of it? <laughs> <laughs> I, um, and I'm not exactly sure what... Uh, you know where where you're coming from and what sorts of things you need to know. So well, I mean, I, I guess I'm wondering if somewhere in the back of your mind you're you're thinking, why didn't they ask me? You know what my favorite keyboard is, or oh, you, know, yeah. what, you know, why didn't they ask me what my favorite brand of tequila is? Or yeah, no, no, no. There's there's no uh, interviews can go any number of ways, and I'm I'm fine with all of them. Well, Maybe there's some young ladies out there want to know his if he's married or not. Ooh. No, oh. yeah, no, I'm not. You're not. You're single. I'm oh. single. Yeah. All right. I have to go to Green Bay then, or to Wisconsin, or somewhere well, over there now. I'll be back in Brooklyn next week, so don't worry. Uh, I have a question though. I I noticed that a lot of your music, it's very, I don't say it's not. It's definitely not dark. You, uh, 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 you probably do have some dark pieces, and I didn't go through all 1,019 pieces on uh, sure IMDb. Sorry, but um, yeah. you, it's very like light and very playful. And is that kind of like your personality? I mean, I don't, I didn't find a lot of your music to be. It's all very love and playful. You use the high notes. You use the, a lot of the uh, tinkly, uh, for the want of a better word. And is that like part of your personality? Um, that's mostly the jobs I get, actually. Um. I can go dark, but I can't. I generally don't go heavy, and uh, I started out doing quite a few horror films, but I don't like to take those uh, anymore because they they disturb me. I guess it's like okay. when you have to watch the same scene thirty times, and it just becomes a pain. So I guess I just don't. Yeah, I probably just don't take a lot of the uh, the very very dark um, projects anymore. Colin was talking about your favorite uh, cocktail. How did how where where did the two coincide? You have a lot of different interests, but uh, you know, from <laughs> like uh, weight loss tips to really bad jokes to whatever. But why cocktail? How did you get into that? <laughs> um, yeah, well, uh, my friend Pete in in New York took me to a couple of really great cocktail bars, and I was absolutely amazed. I'm like, okay, th- I didn't know these things existed. And now that I know that they exist, it's, you know, it's game on. So, when you- yeah, I, I enjoy cocktails quite a lot. Um, I've got a, a bar opening up, actually. So if we want to talk about that, I can into Pier, Wisconsin, because New York is actually saturated with cocktail uh, yes. <laughs> bars. So don't really want to go there, but there's nothing around here. So. Now, I think that last answer, that last question and answer, just begs to have the piano bar cocktail lounge. I was just going to say, it was the full <laughs> answer. I was just yeah. going to say, he could start his own music while he's drinking or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> now, what, now, one of the things I've been remiss about is I haven't done the obligatory. We have to pause now for a little message, a promo message. Hello. I'm Russell Gold, and I play the title character in Jim Nolan Private Eye, 
a private detective series set in Boston of the 1970s. Join me as I investigate some very unusual cases. You can listen at MisfitsAudio.com. And we're back. That was quick. Amazing. Now, we edit all this uh, stuff. Uh, Glenn is our editor mixer, and he'll be putting all this together and adding music, sound effects of gorillas. Hey, uh, Kevin, can I ask you another question real quick? Absolutely. Um, Is there anything you're working on currently that you could share with us, uh, or is that all secret, secret stuff? Well, uh, an interesting thing that I've been working on for the last few months is uh, an animation series on YouTube uh, from Element Animation out in the UK. And they're just uh, three to four minute snippets. It's called The Egg's Guide to Minecraft. They're really good animation, and the it's, it's a really fun opportunity to uh, to score those. That, that was an interesting one, because I I saw, like, episodes one and two of theirs, and they had used my music. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I just I need to I need to call these guys because if I score these, it's going to be so much better than if they just chop up the oh. things that I have online. Uh, got them to hire me, and uh, we're we're doing some really cool uh, really cool stuff. When you're talking to people and doing new business calls, do you have a self promo piece? I mean, do you give people a two minute praise of your greatest hits? Um, I haven't had to. Um, almost every job I get, everybody knows who I am, you know, either through using my music or having a recommendation from somebody else. So I don't have to do a lot of self-promotion. Nice. Save yourself time. More time for cocktails. Um, has anybody got uh, last questions, last comments? Kevin, I'm not quite sure, but uh, Bobby may have covered this. How long have you been doing this? Um, I think my first film was 2007, 2006, maybe, somewhere in there. A year before we came out. Okay. So, what is that, seven years? Do you have a favorite film composer or a couple? Yeah, well, Hans Zimmer um, makes me crazy in his brilliance. Like, how does he do that? Oh, man. Yeah, he's just consistent. (laughs) Fantastic. You gotta mention, gotta mention John Williams too. He's a great composer. Guy. John Williams also quite good. Yeah, no, he's pretty good. He's, he's <laughs> definitely got some some great themes. Wait, how about John Tesh? Oh wait, sorry. Um, yeah, <laughs> Have they taken your music and actually converted to an orchestra? Yeah, a couple, a couple of people have done that. Yeah, they'll arrange it for wind band or orchestra. When, when when somebody's trying to do that, I try to send them, you know, all the notes so that they can do it uh, more quickly. But uh, and then sometimes I have to write for, uh, you know, live live ensembles. But I don't generally what, like to do that. What would be the longest time you spent on doing one of these uh, musics? Uh, actually, could be months. Norm- oh no, no. Really? No, no, no. Um, yeah, when you're when you're scoring, uh, most of the time, you know, half the game is speed. You know, you've got to get these things in and out Pretty very quick. quick. So, I would think the longest anything ever took me was probably maybe six days. Wow! Wow! Um, that is amazing. Most of the time, I can do about seven minutes of a film in in a day. So, wow! Depending on how complicated. Mm. Okay, um, I'm going to uh, try and wrap it up right now, let you get back to your uh, your work. Uh, 
But give us some contact information. How would people get a hold of you, Kevin? Well, you can go to my website, incompetech.com, or you can find me on the Twitters at uh, kmcleod. Great. So on behalf of all the people at Voice Fiction and the millions, probably tens of millions of fans that we have, I'd like to... (laughs) I'd like to thank you, Kevin, for taking the time out and talking to us. Uh, you're and, welcome. Thanks, uh, sir. It's very nice to meet you over Skype. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. Cheers. Bye now. Thank you all. This is your announcer, Joe Stofko, for Voice Fiction. The opinions expressed during roundtable discussions are that of individuals and do not necessarily reflect the position of Voice Fiction. This episode is copyright 2013, Voice Fiction Productions. For full disclaimer and privacy policy, visit voicefiction.com. Thanks for listening. Until we meet again.